Hello, and welcome to the Drum History Podcast. I'm your host, Bart Vanderzee, and today I'm joined by Stephen Harrison, the drummer comic. Stephen, how are you? Man, I am better than ever. How you been? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm glad we met via social media here, and um, this is a really interesting topic, um, talking about drummers who are comedians and actors and really uh, musicians in general. You, you, you hear about these people where you're like, oh my God, you're a drummer too? Like, yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. Um, yeah, yeah. It's especially with drumming, it feels like. Yeah, more than more than a guitarist or, you know, bassist especially. But um, yeah, man. So um, why don't you just uh, take it away and, and, and kind of give us the spiel about how far it goes back? Like, wh- what do you got for us? It was around the when jazz was just starting to boom. I, I always look at it as is the 20s was when you had a lot of people breaking through for their, you know, whether it was Al Jolson or the Marx Brothers, mm-hmm. music was becoming something that was a part of you know, common life. People loved it back then and they do today, but you had specifically with drummers. I think they they didn't really get their due because it was always about it still feels like it's about the lead singers and guitarists because you think Mick Jagger and Richards, yeah. you know, Joe Perry, Steven Tyler. Yep. It, it, with drummers, you have to fast forward to the days of when you had somebody like uh, Buddy Rich or when you had a uh, Hal Blaine breaking through for people on television audiences. They were more mesmerized i feel like by the playing but there's so much more to people because it's it kept going to where you have uh neil pert Mm -hmm. who's everybody looks at him because he's an introvert they don't realize he was one of the you know his two bandmates were quoted as saying he's the funniest person they ever met (laughs) you kind of it flew under the radar and you didn't realize how complex drumming really is it's just i feel like as a whole even outside of comedy it's never gotten it's do as mm-hmm. percussion is a very key thing to finding a musical basis even if you don't play uh, it's something like if you play the guitar or you know, whatever the banjo <laughs> could yeah. be that yeah of course you would ha- you have to start with rhythm and there has to be a foundation exactly and i think um just you saying that it makes me think that like obviously comedy is a lot about timing Drumming exactly. is all timing. And again, going off what you said, that, that 20s, 30s, 40s, um, drummers, and we've talked about this on the show before, but drummers were the stars. I feel like that was like an era of, of lead men drummers. Like um, you mm. got Gene Krupa, your buddy Rich, um, all these people. And um, I actually, I just discovered a guy named Ray McKinley, um, who I'm sure many, many people know about, but he was a band leader, drummer, um, 40s 50s 60s and just that band leaders who were drummers and he also sang but um you just don't see that as much anymore it's really it's really interesting uh it was a very special place in in history but but one thing i like too is there's like i think a sammy davis jr because man yes. he was a great drummer but he was also Can't go on the, with drumming and having that conversation without his name coming up somewhere exactly i mean he, what a phenomenal musician um, across the board and also a tap dancer. I think that is also something that corresponds with a lot of these guys is the 
amazing ability to tap dance, like Buddy Rich, Steve Gadd, all these guys were tap dancers. So, um, a lot of truth to that. Who are some of the, uh, so you said the Marx brothers. I mean, now when we say drummers, are we talking about like, um, obviously in the twenties, the drum set was just getting started, but, um, is this like a, they like to play at home kind of thing for fun or are they performing on stage or in the films as drummers? It's interesting that you mentioned the, you know, those days of people like Sammy Jr. When they had their time on screen, that was, it's what I start to think about when I think of these performers was kind of the, the era of Gene Kelly and those Mm -hmm. movies in the fifties. You always thought of the, the tap dancing. Sure. That's where I, I think for a long time there, there wasn't, there was a presence kind of underground with drummers and they went on. Sure. You could be on television, but they weren't, you, you had to be there in the moment to see the actual performance where, yeah, somebody like a Groucho Marx. I mean, they made movies every three to five years. It felt like they were always seen with their instruments but drummers, I, I think they didn't get to the public light really until, yeah, the 40s and the 50s when musicals were just the the thing off Broadway. You know, everybody wanted to see it back at the, the time, all the way up through, I guess, into the 60s because, you know, West Side Story was still winning the Academy Awards back when they were something still that people yeah. were, cared to tune in for. <laughs> but that's a lot of a lot of that came from that time of where they were just starting to be were tap dancing and these musicals were in. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's weird because, um, so like I go on my nightly hunt to find drum videos to post on Instagram and stuff. And, and I, (laughs) I always, I like to find the, like the celebrity ones where I'm like, um, like there's Rosie O'Donnell playing the drums. There's Bob Crane <laughs> from uh, Hogan's Heroes. There's um, I just found one of Marlon Brando playing uh, congas. And it's like, I think there's part of it that's like, it's a relaxing kind of like hobby to do. So I think there's a lot mm-hmm. of secret drummers who just really enjoy doing it um, as a hobby not like Sammy Davis, where it's like, I'm going to perform this at a USO show in Vietnam or whatever for the troops. Um, Cause it's a relaxing way to kind of unwind, but uh, it's, it's, it's interesting too. Cause now I don't think it's a good thing or a bad thing, but like when you type in celebrity drummer, usually the first thing that pops up nowadays is Justin Bieber. So, oh, yeah. which again, that's like, he's a musician, but um it seems like it's less in the limelight of celebrities who are actually drummers as well on the side. I don't know if you you've noticed that, like it's not as common quite as much anymore. That you are very, very on point with that. I think it's a lot of it. It's, I don't know what it is, but drumming today, maybe it just has to do with the way marketing is going through the surge in technology. And we've had, you know, that we've experienced in the last 10 to 15 years now, um, you can even go further, but I, I think that's very true of you don't see it as much because it's all kind of clumped together on Instagram. Now, you know, if you follow the hashtag base, if you point the base, you'll see yep. these amazing videos of people, but it, I don't know. I, that, that's one of those ones where 
you, you kind of have to pick and choose media. Yeah, sure. In some ways, uh, you know, uh, there's, I don't know, maybe people feel like they've, their musical tastes are so, but I've loved to do the same kind of thing where I will go listen to like the other night I was just going through YouTube looking for videos like you were talking about. And I don't know why it surprised me, but I found a video of Robert Plant and it's the Led Zeppelin singer sitting there playing an acoustic guitar. It just, it looked, yeah. it, it did not look natural in the <laughs> slightest, but I'm also like, why would I be surprised by that? I mean, you're sitting next to Jimmy Page for over a decade of course. <laughs> that you're going to pick something up. There's something relaxing about it, but that's the beauty of technology too. You kind of got to dig in, you know, grind in your heels and try and find something that's going to appeal to you because it's music is so out there. That's where I you know, give the the tag to my new podcast. I'm actually debuting yeah. the first episode coming up, the Wonders podcast. It's about one hit wonder specifically cool. because if technology back in the day, you had it, it existed in the 60s, 50s and all that. I mean, it's like, where would we be today? Would it have been the same decade? Not at all. You would have not had a one hit wonder because everybody would have had a platform. Sure. Absolutely. Um yeah, and everyone should check that out. Congrats on uh, launching the new podcast. That's exciting. I appreciate it. And I got to say, before we go further with your show, too, it's I've had, like I put in that post the other day when I went on Instagram to announce being on the show, yeah. that I've had more than one person who's said that they just have come up on the show and next thing they knew, they didn't have Netflix. They <laughs> canceled subscriptions to things because your, your show awesome. is doing something that's that not enough people are willing to not just take on the task of running something like this, but it, it's about the listening, really. It's another way to bring us back together through the power of sound. I mean, it's a certain sound, sure. But totally. I've, I've seen more than one person who's not a percussionist That's who great. listens to this with joy. Oh, thanks, man. That's awesome. It's it's a blast to do and um, and, and learning things especially from topics like this, um, where again, it's just something you don't think of. Um, and, and I think it would be neat now, maybe, maybe, and, and like steer me back on track if you kind of have a plan, but I'd love to hear a little bit more about some of these, like, like I think of like, like people don't think of as much of like, like Chevy chase, he was a drummer. So why don't you yeah. just kind of pick it up and just take us through what you, what you were thinking here, man? Yeah. I, well, I am very, um, I, it's, through the years, I've done a lot of research too, and it's you pick up, especially when you work in radio. There's always those fast facts that you get day to day that come in, like you know, the, just a whatever you can think of, you know, like the top five U.S. cities, you know, that kind of stuff. You pick up this knowledge, but yeah, like you mentioned, uh, a Chevy Chase, you know, th those kinds of it's. Again, coming back to how much are you willing to research? Do you need to hear about certain outlets that are out there to find these people? Because, yeah, all I did, I remember watching a, um, of all places, it was a Steely Dan song I had on. And I'm scrolling through the comments and I see somebody talking about how the two guys, Donald Fagan, I Fagan, think, yeah, yeah. Walter Regan, and they were both in college together, their roommate was Chevy Chase. So they had a comedic band that they put together that soon turned into what we knew eventually to be 
Steely Dan. You know, I've never seen or heard any audio or seen any video of uh, of Chevy Chase playing the drums, which is interesting. Um, yes, so very it, much so. I I'd love to have it unearthed. I know there has to be somewhere, but um, I, and I I can't remember the quote exactly, but I remember hearing that Chevy Chase said like they were like a crappy jazz band or something like that. <laughs> I think is something wow. like that. <laughs> so it's just funny wow. that like uh, he was wrong. They they blew up. So, yeah. Well, who were some other, um, you know, musician drummers that we might we might know about? The one I think that you have to go for right up front is because he's everywhere is Dave Grohl. Yeah. I would give him the mention as I started to listen to him, get to know his stuff better. Then I was finding videos of him where he was doing sketches and you know, it was on Drunk History on yeah. Comedy Central and did um, Tenacious D, played with them live and also did the movie. I mean, hilarious guy. And totally. Just- I think drummers like Dave Grohl, he's a great example of not taking yourself too seriously um, because I think, you know, singers and guitarists and stuff can sometimes get a little... Uh, caught up in all that. So I think drummers yes. have a natural kind of like funniness and a little bit of um not taking it too serious and just just going with it. And uh and recently I, I had the last episode that came out which was the history of working drummers. We talked a little bit about um and you guys can listen to that episode too um to get more into it, but there was some talk of the history of uh drummer jokes and where they came from with drummers being broke right and you hear about jokes about drummers being like dumb and stuff like that, and it's just so like it's uh it's, it's unwarranted <laughs> we don't deserve it <laughs> and it, you know i it's it's funny that you say we don't deserve it because I feel like today and you know goes back to whatever with media if you want to act like that's a part or not i think it is it plays a heavy hand in how we get things distributed to us as compared to i don't know if we were really ready back in the day for british comedy what it did for i mean so much from the beginning of you know the early 60s of dr strange love with peter sellers all the way to you know keith moon being in monty python with ringo Starr. or what i mean it was just it was such a a, a surge of music at that time, but we didn't realize what the gold we were getting because a lot of those guys, there was a point where I think Monty Python was about to be canceled and guys from Pink Floyd, guys from you know Keith Moon, Led Zeppelin, they jumped out to save that show because they saw it was something special. That's where you go back and you watch all those movies and you're like, oh yeah, there was a lot of, you know, oh, there's John Cleese with, Ringo Starr or there he is with just all that time there was such a there was magic in the air and I I feel like today a a lot of where I am on the drums it's I love to just dissect things but I'll get on the first thing I want to do is and other drummers know the feeling immediately of you just want to be Keith Moon you just (laughs) Just go over each side of it it's but that it was a big part of my upbringing was the, you know, everybody knows about this parrot is no more, you know, any <laughs> yeah. classic Monty Python. You're absolutely right where you see celebrity drummers making appearances and the British invasion was probably a big part of that. Like I think Ringo, although oh, yeah. he's a funny guy, I wouldn't classify him as a comedian um, or a comedic actor, but yeah, he, he definitely put 
drummers in the limelight of being, you know, funny guys. And that's very true because you can't, I guess it's just what is, what are you really, you know, what, what do people know you for and what do you know yourself for? I would say with Ringo Starr, it's, yeah, you're not going to look him up and see comedian is the first thing. He's always been a percussionist, whether, you know, you've, his place in the Beatles is important to you or not, yeah. but that, that's why I think I loved Keith Moon was because it was just such a, a life-changing thing to see him on the Smothers Brothers, you know, blowing up his base with yes. three cannonballs and making Pete completely deaf. Pete go <laughs> half deaf yeah. in his left ear and yep. with him taking a God, I he took uh, Keith Moon right before show, passed out in the middle of a song because he had taken a horse tranquilizer. <laughs> Heard of that? That's crazy. And he got a 19-year-old kid out of the audience with, you know, God knows what was going through his system at the time to come up and finish the show. (laughs) Stuff like that has just, I guess, always been watching comedy and drummers, you know, half the time for one half for the other. He was definitely something that was a common ground for both (laughs) and an inspiration. Yeah, really. Man, so kind of thinking back to some of the videos I've found of these these drummers here, I figured maybe I could say a few and then we could just comment yeah. on them. Because right off the bat, I was thinking um, another great comedic drummer, uh, I would say a comedic percussionist would be Andy Kaufman. Maybe he doesn't yes. come to mind as a percussionist right away, but he used it so much. And um, when you actually watch the videos of him playing, he, he's really good. And it's there's something about that where like, I don't know why you just kind of ignore his skill as a percussionist and just think he's goofing off, but he's actually pretty damn good. It's and with guys like that, it's just his sense of humor and his way he approached. It's just there. There is not ever going to be another experience like Andy Kaufman in this world. No, <laughs> definitely not. To see. That video, yeah, I I know exactly the one you're talking about because I was watching that and I'm like, this guy just there's there's nothing he can't do. <laughs> it's yeah. amazing to see. Andy Kaufman was just kind of that that ace. Yeah, you know, he could do pretty much anything to entertain you. And when I found out he played music, well, I'm not surprised. You know, no. he was known for the Elvis skit. <laughs> exactly. It's interesting to think about a person like him because no one is immune to practicing. It's interesting to think no. about him sitting there practicing on the congas or playing the guitar or something like i imagine when he was alone and he'd want to play just for fun it kind of goes back to how it's a therapeutic kind of thing that's relaxing and obviously we all enjoy playing the drums so um i don't think that's really thought of that much of of like a guy like andy kaufman who's kind of off the wall and the wild guy practicing his instrument he's one of those guys that's just today even comedians they they don't understand everything about him which uh, that's that's i think what he definitely wanted was the element of mystery to it all but i couldn't uh, that when i first discovered that video it was because i was just getting into the the tony clifton side of things (laughs) (laughs) yeah you watch that and you're going okay this this guy has to have some kind of musical history in his family yep why I was not at all surprised seeing this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, another one, um, I would call him a comedian, but he's he's a he's a, in a different realm. But uh, Johnny Carson, oh, great Carson. background in drumming. Um, 
there's very early videos of him drumming. Um, I forget on what show, Milton Berle show, one of those shows where he's actually playing and, uh, and he's amazing. And then I know fast forward later on, I know that he was given a drum set at his house by Buddy Rich because they had a long history of Buddy being a guest on the Johnny Carson show. Oh, and, yeah. And they would uh, do, there's a lot of videos out there, but they would do a lot of pranks where um, Johnny or whoever would would replace some of the drum heads with like wax paper. So he would hit them <laughs> and just break through immediately. But um, there's some cool video of uh, of Johnny at home sitting there listening to a record with headphones on and just playing the drums again as a way to unwind because he's kind of known I think as a um, pretty introverted guy like I think you know he's on for the for the tonight show but then I think he just turned inward and didn't really want to be public and wanted to be quiet so I think drumming was a big um, way for him to to not be as you know always on he could that was his private kind of thing to do it's there had to be and i look at a guy like john which i think that kids today need to just if you're into if you find time to binge things then stop for a day and go back look at the catalog of the tonight show because it was just there was no guy who had done anything close to what he has you know what he did and you have people like I, i can't even think of somebody close other than maybe like you know ed sullivan but he was just sort of a different thing you know because he was i don't know i guess you would say he was television ready as a host but you know the the guy who was naturally candid was johnny sure yeah and he i love to go back and watch just yeah guys like steve martin who were on there or yeah who you had mentioned um you know a few different names and yeah. I had already of people that had gone through the tonight show and were performing. It was really their first, some of their first stuff we, they ever debuted. Absolutely. And you know, just like, man, kind of jumping around. I know we're kind of getting off. It's, it's just fun to kind of jump around here, but, um, oh, definitely. there's something about late night shows. Let's just say late night, uh, as, as, a, as a whole, not just the tonight show, but in general, these late night shows typically have, a drummer involved like Johnny Carson was like Ed Shaughnessy Conan O'Brien had Max Weinberg late night with Seth Meyers now is a rotating drummer every week, which I think is just unbelievable and such a cool thing um, in a modern, you know what that's what's happening now. But you know, I guess it goes back to Johnny having Ed Shaughnessy on the drums. Um, There's always a special relationship there. I guess that's why I just never could get into the whole you know, and the, the, I gotta give the credit where it's due. there were guys who, you know, Arsenio Hall, or you know, all the way back to um, he, Dick something who did oh Cavett oh Dick Cavett yep who did the you know those shows back in the day where he had you know Jimi Hendrix yeah to, yeah late night there's just something about it that's you can't explain what it is because it was just that was and I think it worked very well in the U.S. back in the day because. Number one, smaller world, and number two, you had only but so many places that you could go to to reach for the information you needed. Like with, they had this documentary off topic a little bit because we were speaking about the Beatles a few times. But John Lennon, people, a lot of America found out about his assassination on Monday Night Football, 
that was the people to know about it through there. They didn't get their information until the next night when they all turn on the news and see Walter Cronkite reading the headlines. That was just the way it was back then. People loved, you know, my parents told me countless times, you know, these stories uh, of the same thing on the tonight show, but it's always funny to me. And I wish that I could have had more time in that era to, because I was by the 90s, you know, there was Jay Leno was coming around yeah. and Conan. It's a different era, you know, because I, I, you're exactly right. I remember growing up and you'd see the band and they'd be talking to the band. And um, and I mean, obviously, the roots playing with um, just Jimmy, about to say with Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. Fallon. I mean, that's that's cool. It's 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 carrying on from that long tradition of um, going back a long ways and i'm sure it's pre johnny carson i guarantee because there's from what i've found from looking up these drum videos is there's a ton of various different kind of like talk shows so um yes so yeah and uh some other ones um jackie cooper who is a old school actor um he was a drummer charlie callis who i think is actually i found something of him and uh He's a straight up comedian. Yes. Drummer. And I actually actually wasn't aware of him until I found a video of him. And um, he's talented. He is a talented drummer. And he's got that. I loved his, always loved his look. Yeah. You know, he's just got the very like, you know, he's, he's in the, the Gambino family exactly. or something. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> and you look at him, but fair, a virtuoso talent. I mean, just very underrated. It's just interesting that you can be so talented at one thing and then become famous for another thing. But um, I guess it's true today. You kind of need to be a double, triple threat. Like a lot of these people can like sing and then dance and then they can also play an instrument and write or something. Oh, yeah. So, um, so yeah. What else do you have? I've kind of just pulled together some ideas for the last few weeks of sure. old memories. And I remember, um, you know, I had a drum teacher of mine who, um, unfortunately passed away last year. Um, mm. but Jordan was, he introduced me to a lot of, you know, all, all I wanted to play. I remember when I took my first lessons with him, um, at Stacy's music shop, got to give them a nod. <laughs> That's where it all began as <laughs> a drummer, but that he, was my teacher i told him i want to learn how to play fool in the rain by led nice. zeppelin yeah and he when i started playing it i just found i was getting better and better but it's he was said you got to make sure to broaden your horizons and i started to listen to different people one of the ones that he had on at his house when i went over and did a lesson there one time actually was um stevie wonder yeah that's another one that i think is when you get to that level of fame for your music, but people don't realize he is just, I'm interested in the, the off camera persona of these people Yeah, and what they really are like. That's, I have to go with, uh, you know, the, the personality sure. of a person to, that's a big part of it to form a good or bad opinion on things. But yeah, I, that's what I've been doing a lot of lately is watching interviews with these people and trying to kind of pick their mind. That's what I would recommend to people is if you're going to go out there and we all, we all are judgmental at times as humans, mm-hmm. you know, that's something we should have to face. You go and put yourself in that experience. Listen to these things, you know, it's, 
amazing to me. I discovered a guy recently um, who Paul Pena uh, is his name. He was a guitarist in the seventies who was just, I, I, I don't know what to say, but a, a warm and a guy you could embrace and he would embrace you so easily kind guy but was so funny he went under the radar and wrote the original jet airliner i thought that was i thought steve miller would have written that i didn't realize that uh apparently yeah that's so i uh, i heard that song god uh, the first time i think like five or six years ago but it was it's a very slowed down version of jet airliner and i know he was he had kind of you know people who were celebrities like bonnie wright she knew who he was and was always talking about you know just praising him for his sound but the guy was completely blind and that's what makes it more amazing steve miller heard it and asked for the permission to go and play the song and make it on the um book of dreams i think it was yeah um he was he gave his blessing for it to be on there. But years later I go and I not only hear this song, but then I started watching interviews of him and he did something called Tuvan throat singing, which is when, you know, everybody, whatever I think of it immediately, what comes to mind is a D day and animal house playing his throat on his motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. The legend Bruce McGill. Yeah. <laughs> but he was, um, he did this professionally and it was a movie he had it featured in it was called uh the Genghis blues is the name if you want to look it up and watch it but the guy was on Conan late night was performing and it, 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 this guy is all these things he can do it's incredible and all you have to do is just now that's the power of technology you know there's sure there's drawbacks with it but you can get on and you can find these things immediately but what we need to remember is the thought process behind it, you know, you just, if you take things off face value, that's your, that's your choice. Yeah. I think you should definitely look into some of these people, you know, do some reading, but even if you're not into music or comedy, you know, still reading will take you a long way. Yeah. And, and reading, <laughs> you know, there's, a, there's a lot of people that have tons of information that I've found where people are typically happy to share it. And it's better to kind of say up front, like, I don't, does anyone know any more information about this or, or, reading the comments on YouTube and doing all that stuff. Um, yeah. Cause you might find that uh, a certain celebrity, like, like, like the thing with Chevy chase, like just literally reading comments and stuff where it's like, Oh wow. I didn't know he was in this band or, or any of that. So, um, right. so yeah, that's a, that's a good call is just to, to dig a little deeper and find out who writes the songs, who does this, who's the drummer and, and, and to learn more. You got to dive in somewhere. And with music specifically, I feel like drumming is just one of those things that naturally when you, you can't, you know, you, you can play air guitar, but nothing will happen, but you can always tap on something, you know, one and two and you're doing the, we will rock you beat, yeah. whatever it's drumming is easily one of those things that should bring people together more than it does. I think percussion. Yeah. I mean, it goes back to, it's a way to communicate, um, that goes back thousands of years. And I think it's the, the earliest instrument and, um, it connects people. And it's like, you know, the, uh, the bass drum is like a heartbeat and it just is, is, is deep and it, it all, it's all tied together. So I think that's, uh, that's awesome. And I, and I definitely recommend for people to 
like it's just cool to see these celebrities and old comedians and things. I would say the odds of someone who is like a let's say 1920s, 30s, 40s, 50s actor that you see being a drummer or a percussionist is right. pr- is pretty high. Like you just got to <laughs> find the uh the videos of them and and uh I'm looking for them. So or <laughs> just keep following what I'm doing cuz I'm constantly looking for them. So um cool man. Well um Yeah man. This is awesome. So um I think that's a good chunk of information there. Um I want to tell people that they can check you out on your Instagram page is the Wild Card Comedy, right? And then yes. you have the Lights Go Down podcast and the Wonders podcast, which just launched recently, which is exciting. Oh, yeah. Is there anywhere else people can find you or anything else you want to tell the listeners? Well, I will be. Um, there's been a lot of work behind the scenes for a few months now, but um, there is not only an album, a first comedy album in the works, but a tour uh, that will taking place uh, simultaneously with the recording of it and there will be uh music of mine singles coming for the first time uh later this year in a project i've been working on but there are uh as far as the podcast go to uh, youtube always we have it but spotify we are officially on spotify and the anchor app uh, and anywhere you would like to uh see me for shows i provide that on um my website, which is just, well, it's a link tree. And then it is Facebook, uh, wildcard arts and entertainment. Recently, the name was changed to just wildcard entertainment, but you'll find us on there. Nonetheless, uh, for all show dates coming up, there will be plenty of them, uh, and it will be taking place into, um, well, starting this year, going into 2021, but you'll cool. always, if you come through, uh, Charlottesville, the Richmond area, You'll be seeing me around here. <laughs> awesome. Nice, man. Well, um, that's a ton of good information right there. And uh, and like I said, I think people should, uh, you know, like like we were talking about, just have respect for all of these musicians who are funny people, who um, who are also great drummers and musicians yes. alike. So um, cool. Steven, well, I appreciate you coming on the show today. And Absolutely. Uh, thanks so much. And I, I highly recommend people find you online and uh, and check out what you got going on. Definitely appreciate the the nod, and I'd love to do it again. Awesome. Thanks, Stephen. Thanks, man. If you like this podcast, find me on social media at Drum History, and please share, rate, and leave a review. And let me know topics that you would like to learn about in the future. Until next time, keep on learning. This is a Gwyn Sound Podcast.